0: All right, we are live guys. Welcome to the Power Half Hour. Uh, this is probably the best place. Every hump day you're gonna get inspired by a top performer in our a local market or, or anywhere in North America right now. You know, this is the right place to be. So thank you for joining us. And today we have a very special guest, one of our own. Um, this lady I met uh, in 2012. Uh, I knew she was destined to be something great. Uh, never felt so pressured in a, in a situation where I was the listing agent and I, I felt like I, I wanted to sell the property more than uh, anybody, not even the seller. So uh, she's been a top 1% um, Vancouver Realtors. At the highest, she was ranked number 32 out of 14,000 agents in Greater Vancouver. She is an absolute beast. I'm honored to call her my friend, colleague and partner. Uh, without further ado, Denise Mai, welcome. You gotta unmute yourself.
1: (laughs) Uh, Okay, there we go, can you hear me?
0: (laughs) Yes, now we can. (laughs) Thank
1: you so much, John, for that honorable mention. I am just honored to be here today with all of you and of course be next to you and known you for so long, John, you are my good friend.
0: Thank you, thank you for being here and thank you for your contribution so far to our group. Uh, I want the group to, and not only the group, the Facebook community as well, to get to know you a little bit better. You have an amazing, amazing story. Um, You know, you've been so relentless in your real estate career. And I was like, gosh, how is she so positive all the time? But um, tell the crowd, what was your upbringing like? Where did you come from?
1: Um, So uh, my mom was a single mom till I was about age of eight and uh, we grew up in downtown Eastside. So for those of you who are not familiar with Vancouver, uh, that is probably right now the uh, most I would say in a way Projects or you know, right now it's really known as Hastings and Maine. Uh, right now, that's where all the unfortunate um, homeless people are right now. And people who uh, have, um, you know, drug addictions and also mental um, illnesses, unfortunately, are a lot are all kind of congregated there. Um, when I was growing up there, it wasn't that bad. It's just gotten much, much worse throughout the years. Um, but you know, when, my, when I was growing up, my, my mom was on, we were on welfare. And so, you know, I, this story I don't really share out to a lot of people. And John knows me because we are in the same mastermind group. And and so, yeah, just you know, growing up, it was. Um, I remember lining up at the the food bank for food, and also just you know lining up during Christmas for uh, Christmas dinners at the church and everything like that. Um. So I grew up with not much, and and that was you know. Uh, um. But I'm so thankful for, for where I have been, because I, it's just keep me humbled and grounded a lot. And yeah, just so. And then anyways, and then until I was eight, my dad came into my life, my stepdad. And that's when we moved out of um, that area into another part of East Vancouver, um, which is slightly better, but uh, still in the East Vancouver area. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> have Girl a lot of
0: Earth. East Vancouver people on this call, so we don't want to offend nobody, but uh, I, no, get, I no, get what I, you're saying.
1: I am proud, proud, loud, and proud to be East Van girl.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it, you know, phenomenal job. I mean, uh, coming from downtown East Side again, and for those of you who who don't know, it's a very rough place right now. I don't know how bad it was in the in, way back, but it wasn't. It wasn't good. And you know, coming from welfare all the way to you know, fast forward today, you are a millionaire. So. <laughs> Now tell us about your you know work journey. Uh, what did you do before real estate and how long have you been in real estate today?
1: So October this year is going to be my 10th year in real estate. So I started in 2010 wow. and time has really flown by. It's just been such an amazing journey. Um, before I got into real estate, like my goal when I graduated university was literally go into, get into the corporate world, climb up the corporate ladder. And so that was, that's what I did. I worked at Accenture. I worked at Johnson and Johnson. So I had some amazing, amazing opportunities. But when I was there, I worked there for a couple of years, I realized that the corporate world wasn't for me clocking in out nine to five office politics and most of all i didn't want anyone controlling my income because you know when you work in a corporate world they're like okay they'll decide whether or not you get a raise and if you get a raise it might be five or ten percent a year and i felt like you had to kiss a lot of ass to get to the top so i'm mm-hmm. not much of an ass kisser so it real, I, I you know and at the end of the day i i was actually having lunch um, with the C- one of the CEOs at LifeScan, which is a division of Johnson & Johnson. And He's like, Denise, why don't you try real estate? And at the time I was 24 and I was like, who's going to trust a 24-year-old to sell their home? Mm. So long story short, I, I basically entered this contest um, in-, in selling newspaper advertising. And there were 20 teams. And the contest was whoever sold the most advertising at the end would win a trip to anywhere in the world. And so me and my girlfriend targeted realtors and At three in the morning, we had four appointments the next day with agents. She calls me at three in the morning. She's like, Denise, um, me and my boyfriend's been arguing. I can't show up. Like, you know, I'm so sorry. So I call up the owner of the the newspaper. He's like, you know, Denise, I believe in you. You can do this. So long story short, I ended up winning the contest by myself. And Mm -hmm. so really that in itself um, proved to me that I could sell. And so I pretty much got my license after that and never looked back. So here I am today.
0: Yeah, and you've just been uh, an absolute uh, animal in the sales game, you you know, going from like, what did you do in your first year in real estate?
1: So I, when I got my license, I knew I wanted to join a team right away. So Uh, I was a team for the first three years of my career right. and so for me that really got my feet wet really quickly and so I was able to get a lot of experience get a lot of support that I needed within that team for the first three years mm-hmm. and I finally went on my own on the fourth year and that's when I really kind of did it on my own and just started from scratch there.
0: Yeah good for you and you've come such such a long way um I, you know, you, you conduct business in a way I think is very unique and you, you almost never get down on yourself, never get down on the situation. You always have a big smile. Um, tell us more about that. How, how do you keep so positive all the time and, and, and to produce such high results in real estate?
1: You know, that's a great question. And actually someone asked me that yesterday on Instagram as well. And, you know, one thing I think I've realized is I've always made the choice to focus on the positive and, you know, we always have choices in life to focus on the positive or the negative. And for me, I'm just a, an optimist at heart. And I think mm-hmm. that's one of the key things that you know, me and my friends have really been discussing this lately, is that you're either born an optimist or a pessimist. Oh. And if you're born a pessimist, unfortunately, you're going to think of um, what can go wrong or the negatives of things. And that's just naturally going to be cu- wired into your brain. Mm. So unfortunately, you're going to have to put in that extra concerted effort to to focus on the positive. Whereas me, I'm an like eternal optimist. I always feel that everything's going to go my way. I feel like the universe is Uh, has my back and I feel like I have a strong connection with God and so I totally believe that he is watching over me. So I don't know what it is, but it's just a natural positivity. And one thing is that I realized lately Um, another factor is that I have a very, very protective shield uh, around me in terms of what I let into my life. And Mm -hmm. so if there is something, whether it be a person or, um, you know, a situation or anything of that nature, if it's negative, or it's bringing down my energy or vibration, I eliminate it, I don't even let it into my life. And, And so, you know, in the last, I would say, most of my life, I've really just really focused on letting you know people that i care about into my life um that you know uh, even whether it be business partners clients whatever it is i just only let in people that are going to raise me to a higher level of vibration for sure
0: gotcha so really really protective of your surroundings and if you feel that there's something toxic that's going on you're just not going to pay attention to it you're not going to let it into your life it's all positively only
1: yeah, I haven't watched TV for four years now, ever since Mike Ferry. And so wow. that, so no news, uh, no TV shows. I don't even start a TV show because I know I'm going to get addicted. Um, really? So I don't even start. So everyone always asks me, like, uh, you know, I think there's that that huge season, that 13, some, I don't know, even know what it's called. But they're like, what, you've never watched it? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's
0: just... And not not even Cobra Kai? Come on now.
1: No. Jeez, oh, <laughs> I'm
0: kidding. I'm kidding, but... Um, with that being said, I mean, uh, keeping out all the negative energy, um, but I guess beyond that, you're telling us uh, you have to be born Denise mind to be an uh, eternal optimist. What can people do? Because I'm, I'm, I'll just be honest, I default to the negative. If you give me a situation, I'm always going to think about what's going to go wrong. And I really have to generate myself. Like, that's why we do so many affirmations right? Mm -hmm. That's why, like, I I try to, I I grind myself to become positive. What advice do you have, do you think, for the crowd here, who defaults to the negative, um, what you do to keep positive beyond, you know, keeping people out that are negative?
1: You know, one thing um, that I think about is that, you know, if you are in a negative situation, which, you know, don't get me wrong, like, I am put in difficult, stressful situations all the time, is that I just think, you know, this is happening not to me, but for me. And it's also a lesson that I'm learning, you know? So that is kind of the best way I look at it. And I look at it like, in a world perspective. If if something is happening that is not going my way or that is negative, I'm looking at how can I see it in a way where I can improve the situation or find a solution to it, you know? So it's, yeah, it's always just, you know, making that conscious effort and thinking, am I defaulting to the negative or let's shift right now and move to the positive. What can we look at this in a positive lens and kind of be conscious about that? So that's a huge thing that I would definitely say.
0: So making the conscious effort, whenever something negative or something that's not going your way, okay. Okay. Is this situation right now happening to me? Like I'm the victim or is this situation right now happening for me? What can I learn from it? How can I win from taking this experience in, in, into my life? So exactly. that, that's phenomenal. And not many people can do that. I would assert, you know, most of the audience, everybody defaults to the negative. So guys, just be aware of your negative thoughts. I'll put this in. You cannot control your first thought that comes into your head, guys. No way. It just pops into your head from the ether, whatever. However, guys, you can control the second thought. The second thought you can absolutely control, and that's how Denise does it. And so you are generous, um, courageous, and you're full of uh, attitude of gratitude. Is what I can see from you. Um, the other thing that I notice about you is, I want you to talk to the uh, crowd about is your, your your ability to make quick business decisions. It's like this. It's like one after the other. You don't even breathe. Yeah, do you
1: do that? You know, that's a great, you know, when me and you joined EXP, I'm like, okay, did, let's go. Let's go, <laughs> John. <laughs> um, to me, the way I see it is, is like, I see it as opportunities. You know, every time something comes to me, I'm like usually 98% a yes girl. And, and, you know, of course I do take some time to reflect, but the way I see it is looking back at my life at all the times I've said yes, and I've actually uh, I went and did the um, approach, the opportunity I've gotten so much more and experienced so much more in life because I took that chance. I took that leap of faith that I went for it because, you know, in my mind, I can always go back to what I was doing before. You know, Mm -hmm. and if I was to give this a try or go do um, you take that opportunity, that is always going to the unknown is scary for a lot of people. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. It's always scary because you don't know what you don't know. But to me, I always see that as an opportunity. And if I don't do it, I'm going to be missing out. And so that's why I was like, I knew that once you asked me to join EXP, I was uh, for sure 100 yes, because I knew if I didn't join, I would be kicking myself in the butt because I didn't join. And so that's why I'm so thankful and you know that's just one example but I always see it that's just the way I look at things and I think that's the optimist in me that I'm always looking at if I like I have FOMO okay that's probably mm-hmm. what I also have fear of missing out on things and, and that's why I usually tend to say yes more than no and I'm actually learning to say no more often because oh, that yeah. is something that is uh, harder for me to do believe it or not
0: yeah good for you good for you for noticing that and you know I, I i can see i guess i can only speak for myself that whenever i'm presented with something 99 percent of the time i'm like no i'm just looking <laughs> i walk into the store no i'm just looking exp no even if i thought yes in my head i would say no but you are the opposite
1: mm-hmm. you yeah.
0: just bought a car off of instagram that's how crazy she is at making quick decisions how do you buy <laughs> a car off of instagram guys making quick decisions it's it's all about taking that leap of faith guys the blind faith that you have you know a lot of times I I see Denise making a quick decision she just knows by jumping she's gonna make it work and she has nothing to lose and I think correct me if I'm wrong Mm -hmm. it it links to your upbringing because you had nothing to begin with and Mm -hmm. everything to you today You're always with a big smile. It looks like everything is gravy for you. Everything is icing on the cake. If you're not living in the downtown east side, guys, you've already made it. Never mind being a millionaire, right? Am I correct?
1: Hundred percent. And I think that's why I'm so thankful for my upbringing because everything that I have today, I'm just always so grateful because I always remember where I have come from. And coming from nothing and coming from something is in itself something, right? And you know, like you said, it's um, you know, like when I bought the car off off Instagram, which was literally just like five minutes ago. <laughs> no. <laughs> Me and John and when I'm just buying an X Tesla X on Instagram, um, the way I see it is I. I the quicker decision you make and the less time you hum and haw about it, the, that energy that I spend thinking about it and deciding I could be used elsewhere. So I just trust my instinct. And the way I see it is that whenever I get these opportunities that come to me, I feel that that's the universe or God bringing these opportunities to me. And so, oh. you know, it's up to me if I want to take it or not. And it's those opportunities or chances. And it's that one second split decision, whether or not I'm going to go for it.
0: Yeah. So that's such a great thought. I want to kind of um, reiterate or recreate that. So you make quick decision because you don't want to waste time and energy thinking about that decision. Quick yes or no, move on.
1: Yes, exactly. Wasted
0: time and wasted energy. Time equals money. You're actually wasting money, guys. Yes. Who wants to leave a lot of money on the table? Not (laughs) I. Let's make quick business decisions. So I would think that was one of the reasons why you went from 25 transactions and in one year, 75 transactions. Give us your top three.
1: (laughs) Well, the first thing was just an un- wavering like burning desire to succeed like that is probably the number one reason i think and a lot of people on this call like a lot of people talk about wanting to be successful and wanting to do you know this many 50 deals or doing a hundred deals but the thing is do you want it bad enough to, you know, wake up at five or 6am to make those 25 contacts a day? Literally that year, I literally eat, breathe, slept and thought about real estate. That was like, I had this laser beam focus of like intense, um, like work ethic, you know, because I just like, I had no other choice, but my choice was, and all I saw in my vision was to succeed that year. And that's one of the main reasons why I went from 25 to 75. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, John, you and I both know, like, there's reasons that I I wanted to join your mastermind group, you know, that was partially one reason. Another reason was to, um, you know, prove to myself that I could, I could do it. Another reason was, of course, to, to, to make that money and to provide for my parents for what they've done for me. So, you know, I had so many different reasons why, and all of them, like, accumulated to, to my burning desire. And, That was such a huge, huge factor for me.
0: Fierce, fierce competitor, Denise. Um, She always wants to win as well. I tell you guys, (laughs) we did not let her into the mastermind group in 2015. That year was a year she went to 75 transactions, out earned everybody in our mastermind group. And we still didn't (laughs) let her in. (laughs) Okay, burning desire number one. What's number two for us?
1: Number two is literally seek those that is gonna help you level up in life and level up in every every area of your life, whether it be business, okay? Physically, mentally, emotionally, find those that are gonna like level you up because power of proximity and Tony Robbins talks about this all the time. We need to surround ourselves with those who are gonna help level us up. And I know you've heard this before. And you know what, for me, before, I have have this core group of friends, my girlfriends that I've been, I call them sisters from different mysteries. We've been friends for 20 years. And they are girls that I grew up with them. I loved them so much. And I thought in my mind, I didn't need more friends because I have such a great, solid support network there. But until I realized, I'm like, I started, you know, I also attracting similar people into my life like I realized one of my mindsets was growth mindset and so I started going to Tony Robbins events and I started meeting some of my closest friends now there too like Lisa and Lily they're my soul sisters I call them I met them in Tony Robbins in Florida and Vegas and they live in Vancouver but you know we all have very similar mindsets so they have helped level me up and not Mm. only that I um you know, for the mastermind group, John's group invited me in, was it last year now? (laughs) So I'm, so grateful to be in that mastermind group, because everyone in that group challenges you, you know, you want people to be challenging you, and also helping you grow and calling you out on stuff, you know, like, for example, Dow Chang called me out, I haven't been on the 5am club um, Mm -hmm. since COVID. And he was like, where have you been? And so I showed up today, because I said, you know what, you're right, Dow, I haven't showed up. So these are things that and they they challenge me physically, they challenge me in my business, they challenge me mentally, mentally. Uh, and so I can say now that I have a lot of friends around me that are doing not only better than me, uh, but they're smarter. And I'm always learning and growing from them. And I think that's so, so important, guys, if you really want to level up you yourself.
0: Yeah, proximity is power, right? And and exposure to proximity is first and foremost. So reach out to somebody in your community guys or uh, another real estate agent, anybody in your industry or outside of your industry who's doing a lot better than you. You know, my mentor when, you know, he, he earns what um, 10 times more than I do, right? And, and every time I do something, you know, I, he'll call me out on it, uh, but it's unconditional love with, with some confrontation. And we do that for you at, at, as a mastermind group as well. So guys, who are you hanging out with? Are they leveling you up or pulling you down? If you're de- if you're a person like myself, if you default to the negative and you hang out with negative people, you're done. You're done. So find people who will level you up because proximity is power. Great. That's number two. Number three.
1: Lastly, I would really, really recommend finding an either a mentor, a coach, advisor, uh, instructor, teacher, somebody who is where you want to be. Because, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of us are in real estate and, you know, we want to try it out or figure it out on our own. But the thing is, why try do trial and error when you can have a roadmap that tells you this is what you need to do in order to get the results you need. So, you know, when I joined Mike Fairy Coaching, that's another reason how I elevated my business to the next level. You know, I had a real estate coach. And they really helped me with my skills and what I needed to do. And, you know, it was the first four to five years, I was only at like, 10 to 20 deals. And then that fifth year was really when my business really tripled and elevated. And now I've been consistent ever since. So that is a huge, huge piece of advice I'd say, because they are just monumental and they have such wisdom that they can share with you. Um, So finding someone who's going to lead you the way a role model is really key as well.
0: That's amazing. Amazing. So number one, (laughs) earning desire, you got to want to win and you got to find something that you're passionate about and that you want to win at the burning desire. Never stop burning. Number two is to hang out with people who will level you up your peers, who are your peers. And on top of that, number three is a little bit different. It's like someone who's willing to coach you either paid or not paid. someone who's willing to mentor you coach you. And that's why the EXP structure works so well. Cause right now Denise is mentoring how many people on, uh, uh, on your team right now.
1: About
0: seven. seven. Seven people directly. She, and she's taking, she's taking students. So if anyone <laughs> wants to join Denise, feel free. So that's amazing. <clears throat> and you know, I, I, um, you're in great shape by the way. I saw your 5 a.m. Uh, photos. Um, you are like the best version of yourself right now that I've ever seen of Denise Mai. And just congratulations on all your success so far. Tell us about the next five to 10 years for Denise Mai.
1: Um, Well, I'm planning, my goal right now is to be financially free in two years and be retired by 40 if not earlier Um, so that's really my really goal right now and so in the next within five years my goal is to also get married start a family and have kids so that's probably one of the hugest reasons why I want to be in a financially free position and just work because I want to not because I have to Um, just because I want to be able to have that time and energy um, to be able to take care of my family Um, but don't get me wrong I'm not slowing down in any sense i have some huge goals some huge dreams um and one of them is definitely to hit that hundred deal mark and so i'm I'm re inspired lately to build a team so i i next year 2021 i have some big plans coming
0: oh man music to my ears Uh, i i love it uh when you want to crush your goals and you just go get it it's such an amazing thing to watch so again, congratulations. So being financially free in four years, right? So guys- or In
1: two, in two or financially In two years. Free. Retired in four.
0: Retired in four years, two years financially free. And through her residual income structures, whatever she's building, um, this is accountability for you. We're gonna hold you to it. In two years, you're gonna be financially free. So congratulations in advance. We got a question from Jack. Great question, Jack. When you first started, Denise, what were the two or three of your breakdowns and breakthroughs?
1: Ooh, okay. I would say my breakdowns would be like just in the very beginning when you start, you just, I didn't have anyone to try. Like I had my, um, team lead. But a lot of the times, how he taught me was literally he threw me in the water, gave me leads and said, here you go, go close them. So my breakdowns, there's so many because it's just like dealing with like absurd clients, not knowing what to do do, um, being overwhelmed, being stressed. So, you know, I, I remember like I had so many stressful moments, um, and, and during those times, like, you know, when you have no choice, but to push through them, you're going to find a way. And those points, I remember there are points when I said, you either push through, you either go for it or you actually break down and you give up right? And so there was a point in my career in the very beginning where I considered potentially getting out of real estate because it was just becoming too much. And I know all of you guys are on here who are realtors probably understand the kind of stress that we take on and everything like that. But the thing is, whenever you are feeling that sort of pressure on you, just remember that pressure makes diamonds. And I always have that saying in the back of my mind, pressure makes diamonds and always God's puts his strongest soldiers to battle so you know just continue to push through never ever give up you know that's the one thing that um that's that competitive nature in me I'm a Capricorn so I am so competitive in everything that I do um yeah so just don't give up I would definitely say yeah
0: wow I, are, are you guys inspired put up your hands so I can see man I am I am just uh, amazingly inspired and Capricorn is, in fact, the best sign of all games, guys. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because
1: John to... is a Capricorn, too. January 6th.
0: <laughs> yes. Man, you were, on top of ne- never giving up, you're just stubborn for positivity. I would just call you stubborn for positivity.
1: Yeah. Really. 100% if you any of you guys ever feel down literally just call me or just hang out with me. Like people always say like where do you get your energy? Why are you always so positive? And I really sometimes don't even know how to answer that because for me it's just second nature. Like that's this is just who I am always all the time. Even if I have a stressful situation happening, my mood may be slightly down, but when I'm with somebody, I am never going to let my mood affect wow. them. Because I always think I am not going to, you know, because to me, the way we are, we're having a ripple effect in everyone's life, you know, in every way possible. So if I'm having a bad day, I'm not going to be rude to the waitress, to the Starbucks clerk, whoever it is. I'm still going to have a smile on my face because I'm wanting to protect their energy. So that's what I think it is.
0: Amazing. I don't know how many people are going to call you this afternoon. I I (laughs) hope you will. And we will have a call after this. I mean, you're just... uh... An amazing mentor to all the people that follow you uh, an amazing inspiration to to everybody on this call to the Facebook community and I just want to say congratulations congratulations in advance again it's uh, an honor to be your friend colleague and partner and yeah thank you for today and the uh, audience thanks you and again congratulations thank you
1: Thank you, John, for having me here. Thank you to all of you guys who've shown up. I'm so glad to have you guys on. And I just want to, you know, let you guys know, just reach out to me anytime. I am more than happy to share with all of you guys. And John, you've been an amazing mentor to me personally as well, and great friend, and I love you so much as well.
0: We love you too. All the best. Thank you, everyone.
1: Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.